Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 60 of the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff and alongside me again are the, uh, what do I have, <laughs> Zicky Dice and Manny Lemons to my Brian Myers. It's Craig and Max. Max and Craig, what's going on, guys? Not much. I'm not sure which of those two is the better option, unfortunately. One has lemons. I'm taking Zicky yeah. Dice. I'm taking Zicky Dice. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Usually I get to pick what I, I want. This time I'll like That would make it maybe... Okay. Uh, who's the fourth? Maybe Lucha is Sam Beal then? What a lucky guy. Uh, <laughs> I would rather be oh, Sam Beal. Who gives the shit? <laughs> uh, hey, whatever. Well, it's good to have you back, Max. Let's start with that. What you watching, man? Um, right now I'm watching Penn State versus Indiana college football. <laughs> it's college Fair football enough. season. And since my Steelers aren't doing well... I've already given up on the NFL, so it's Ooh. a one-two college. Number one overall pick. Here we so come. Have I, so have I. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, as I said, it is episode sixty. Um, so, damn, we've we put in sixty. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Lucha jumps in for the audio listeners. Lucha just jumped in the in the chat here to say he got dibs on Beal. So I. Guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, actually, I'll use that as a quick segue. Um, yeah, so we're on episode 60. We got a lot of stuff coming up for Bound for Glory week. We'll have a, a schedule out next week for you guys, but we'll have some top 10 main events uh, from Craig bringing back Let's Get Personal or whatever he's going to call it now. Um, we'll also all be tag teaming and working together doing this uh, unofficial Impact board game uh, and then a pre-show and a review show and a bunch of other things in between, including unboxing. That's where I'm going. Uh at the very end of this show, stay tuned if you're interested. It's an hour, hour a, minute, a minute and 30 second commercial that I made, uh, or that we made uh, for TNAIW uh, for Impact's uh, pins. There you go. You can see the pins that I have on there. So Impact's pins, pushing them. Go check it out, shopimpact.com, and stay at the very end to listen to that. Craig, get me out of this. Uh, what's the numbers, my friend? So, yes, it's me, it's me. It's the M-I-C, Craig, a.k.a. Mr. Impact, for your TNAIW channel. And, of course, we're back once again, and we're live here on Twitch. But we're here, we're there, and we're everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Sounder, Spotify, and wherever else you podcast. As you can see just below Max are this week's numbers. Headed in the right direction, but I'm sure Jeff can give us a bit more details on them. Cause I still yes, I can see. Um, we got a lot of CO2 in America, Craig. Uh, <laughs> we, I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're up on Twitch as or Twitter, excuse me. As always, the Twitter community, we love you. Uh, chat group, uh, you as well. Hopefully, you guys make it into this chat group here. Uh, if <laughs> we're live, pal, yeah. Um, 2,835. As we said last week, our goal is. 3,300. So 3,000 for Twitter. So we need another 165. We can do that. I really believe that before Bound for Glory. Uh, and then as far as uh, the 300, 
that's for YouTube. So we're at 222, which is lucky in its own right, uh, but we're looking to get to 300 by Bound for Glory. We are up three from last week, so hit us up there. All in all, we're back to our numbers, cracking 200 for each episode. Thank you, guys. We could not, literally could not do this without you. I guess unless we sit there and click our own public go to library and click all the, you know. <laughs> right. Listen to it 150 <laughs> times. Just me. So really, we don't it's have any listeners. It's just me listening to it over yeah. and over again. I have, I have 2,835 alts from, like, Kevin Durant on if Twitter. You, it, it, and all those flags, if you're wondering where Max goes from every other Saturday, he's traveling the world. <laughs> I'm actually Luch. I'm actually Luchin, too. It's just a computer. It's CGI. When he's on, it's actually just a CGI oh, image. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Just a Craig, why do you kick us to, oh, actually, let me mention that because she just popped up in the, uh, in the chat there. Uh, our friend uh, is dealing with some things as far as family, so that's obviously comes first and foremost. Sending our love to her. She's right there. Send your love to her as well. She's not doing the, uh, the uh, voiceover for the power rankings. Unfortunately, it's this guy, um, but uh, Craig, if you want to throw it to him. Yep, so it's time for those power rankings. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let us know. If you want to join the power rankings committee, then hit us up on Twitter, or anywhere you see us, um, I'm sure we can add you to the power rankings committee. This is power rankings. Number 10, Madman Fullen. Number 9, the debuting Alex Zane. Number 8, Bound for Glory, Josh Alexander. Number 7, Triple A's Laredo Kid. Number 6, The Influence. Number 5, Hardcore Country, Mickey James. Number 4, Eddie Edwards. Number 3, the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Number two, Champ Champ, Diana Perrazzo. And number one, Spider, Trey Miguel. I don't hate him. I don't hate him. Oh, I'm noticing a trend that the Impact Champion is disrespected <laughs> week after his power it- I'm noticing it's not just a Kenny Omega thing. It's just the Impact Champion. We need to figure out some kind of algorithm. Originally, we had the one, if you've been with us since day one, we originally had this thing where each one, each win and loss mattered and each how you won it. Uh, if you won a title, if you lost a title, if you got a title defense. So it was intricate. And it just, you know, <laughs> it's too much. Uh, so we went with this oh, rankings right. committee. And uh, you get what you get. You get what you get. Uh, Craig, uh, do you agree? And uh, oh, by the way, shout out to uh, Trey Miguel. First, uh, not only first top ten in a, in a bit, but also number one. His first number one in the two years we've been doing this. So awesome. Spider Trey. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't. I don't go with those power rankings. I mean, VSK is still beyond that, <laughs> but I'll let that slide for now. We'll get to him. But I'll, I'll, it's fine. We'll get to it. But I guess we should start with these hot, hot topics. Kicking off with, of course, this week's Impact 
on Access TV. Trey Miguel defeats Laredo Kid and Alex Zane to go on to Bound for Glory for the Triple Threat Exclusion Championship match. The Influence defeated Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering to become normal contenders for the Knockouts Tag Team Championships at Knockouts Knockdown. The Good Brothers proposed a normal contenders match for their tag team titles between the Bullet Club and Finn Juice. Deanna Peraza and Mickey James decide to have a fight in a fight on the farm. Uh, Christopher Daniels defeats Madman Fulton. Scott Demore with the biggest heel move shuts down Swingers Palace. Heath returned with Rhino, with who's still not answering VBD's uh, question. Uh, the, the, the Digital Media Championship was announced. Also, in the main event, Eddie Edwards defeats W. Morrissey, but Moose and Morrissey decide to beat the crap out of Eddie. But shout out to Lucha for the assist for, with Eddie there. That TNA World title, that throwback. <laughs> Thoughts, feelings, what uh, stand up moment for you of the show? Uh, Jeff. Bastards. Uh, <laughs> Max is happy because he gets to go last on the, or first on the digital media. That's <laughs> right, son of a bitch. Uh, no, I'm, I'm happy to go first with this because just there's so much I want to point out and uh, I don't want to lose it. Um, you know, obviously, I gave Trey his, pop, uh, his props. One, I'm glad he's finding himself, uh, which is awesome and apparent each week. Uh, we started the show off with a banger. I mean, it, and not only not only that, I'll just kind of run all over the places I bipolarly do. Um, generally do, but it just felt like we went from a triple threat, and excuse me if I'm, I'm not going in the correct order about what I'm about to say, but I'm just kind of jumping. We had this triple threat to crown, or just name the first of the three competitors that will challenge for the X Division title at Bound for Glory, the vacant one. So not only did it have that allure to it, because I don't read spoilers, but like, okay, that's exciting. We're going to find out one of them. Not only is it Trey, which I'm happy with, not only was Alex Zane there, and did Laredo Kid tear it up with them, and then on top of that, we go right after that, and I'm like, damn, Laredo Kid ate the pin, and then we go to the Drama King, who's backstage talking insanity uh, and intelligence, and, and about making something a Laredo Kid, and his mask, and his art form, and his Lucha Leap. Fucking genius stuff. Okay, now, is it is it going to change the game? No, it's 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 just that continuity and uh, execution that this impact group has that we didn't have for quite a while. It's just it's night and day, and, and I really dig where we're going with uh, each of each of these storylines. Now you can obviously tell what's been cha- you know a little bit feels odd or misplaced, and Sammy's injury I'm sure had a lot to do with that. I saw a lot of people say, "Oh, we're going to see Eddie versus Morrissey again in a street fight." Well, there was the one that Sammy broke his ankle and leg on was a street fight tag team match. So I'm guessing this was the replacement. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Um, so that's one thing I wanted to, to say there. But it also obviously changed Sammy in the back getting his leg ta- you know, moved and then to the ambulance. Um, so it obviously changed Bound for Glory. Is that why we're getting grainy-ass videos from the Good Brothers in some Motel 6? I, I don't know. But it does feel random, and it doesn't feel as produced as the rest of the show. So, I'm wondering if, if it's a travel, 
or it's just some maybe it was supposed to be Sammy and Eddie that were getting those shots. But I don't know how I feel about just saying, all right, Bullet Club and Finn Juice. Now, granted, Finn Juice may be getting a few more consistent wins than Bullet Club. Uh, I just don't like them saying, okay, you guys can be number one contender. I don't know. I know obviously Scott, it ends with Scott Demore. I don't know if it's official. Craig, I'm sure you could correct me on that. If Did they make it official like in a match? No, it's just proposed. Okay. It's just proposed. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. okay, so, you know, obviously ends and begins in kayfabe with Scott Demore. Uh, so we'll see what he says. But I, 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 don't, I didn't dig that. Um, I thought the show was hit or miss in some places as far as momentum. But once again, it gave you a – you know what it felt like? You remember when we would do all these cutaways and we would go to, oh, now we're live at uh, Defy and we're having a match. and You know what I mean? Like where it was just kind of didn't all feel together. That's what this felt like a little bit. And maybe it was because of the Sammy injury is what I'm trying to get it into as a whole. But the um, – the – Deanna. Deanna and Mickey. So, you know, obviously there wasn't going to be a... She's going there in a uh, white... Both of them wearing white tank tops. Uh, <laughs> they weren't just going to shake hands and uh, and hug it out. You knew something was going to, you know, happen. And obviously uh, it did. And I, and I thought it was good. I thought it was nicely executed. Uh, I give props to Mickey for keeping her husband inside while it was being taped. Uh because the segment would have instantly got a fucking thumbs down. Um, no, no. Nikki James is all right, I guess. But, yeah, yeah. Long, long story short, uh, I, you know, because obviously I want to get to Max and there's other things you want to get to. I just thought it was a, another entertaining episode of Impact on Access TV. Smooth. You watch it. There's some memorable things. Oh, yeah, Heath returning. Did I even mention that shit? Um you know, so there's just a little bit for everyone, which is what they're doing, but it felt like they're building for Bound for Glory, which it makes sense. So, also, Christopher Daniels returns. Yeah, first match back in seven years. I, I do have a question, because he, so he won with best moonsault ever, which I love that move. Was that ever his finishing move in TNA? Or was it? Or was that just like a signature move and then Angel Wings was his finisher move? If... Finishing. The BME was generally the finisher. It was okay. I, for some reason, I thought it was Angel Wings. Maybe yeah, but anyway, I remember it as a traditional move in twenty twelve. Okay. I think in okay. NWA anyway. TNA, it was definitely Angel Wings. It was okay. So I just I, I liked I liked him winning with that because it really is to me. It's kind of like if AJ would come back and win with Spiral Tap. I think it's it's just one of those moves right. that you're like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. So I think it was I was happy that he won. Um, once again, starting with Trey and the X Division is great. I think the best thing about this X Division tournament is one of the great things about when they ha- when you have multi man X Division matches is it gives you the opportunity to highlight multiple X Division people. So obviously, at Bound for Glory, you're going to have a, right. a three way, and having the matches to determine who's going to be in there just gives you the opportunity to show off all your X Division talent. So whoever ends up coming out with the X Division champion at the end of Bound for Glory, you're still going to be able to say, hey, look at all these guys that we have that we can now potentially set up for a great match because look at all these amazing matches they did. Um, I do think it's a possibility. I I think it was maybe two weeks ago that we talked about who we see winning it. Um, 
and I think Trey might it might be Trey's time. Um, I think with you know I, I I really think it is. I think like you said, G, he's coming into his own. Um, I did think that this episode did a good job of kind of setting some things up for Bound for Glory. Obviously, Trey got his part in there. Um, the Digital Media Championship, which we'll talk. I'm going to talk about that next. I'm just going to say nothing more about that. But we'll get that title match. Um, obviously, we'll get we're assuming Good Brothers versus somebody. Um, in there as well. So they did a good job of setting things up there. The one thing I will say about the Good Brothers is I would be excited for them to face Bullet Club, except the only thing is, I mean, I think it was maybe a month or two months ago when they had, at New Japan, when they were talking about Gorillas mm-hmm. and Destiny came mm-hmm. out and challenged them. And if they wrestle a different group of Bullet Club that's not Gorillas of Destiny, it feels like a missed opportunity for your first elite versus bullet club mm-hmm. matchup as being not like not those two. So that's my only concern with it is one Yeah, no, I just want to I want to get your opinion still on what you're talking about. Um wonder if and I never thought about this situation, Bullet Club wins a title shot at Bound for Glory. But when the they come out they're like, ah, you know, we just can't go tonight. Boom, G.O.D. comes out. Now, that, now that would be amazing. That would be awesome. But unfortunately, I, in Impact, I really want Chris Bay, whatever Bullet Club does, for him to be the anchor of Bullet Club Fair. in Impact. So, I, so I'll, as much as I would love G.O.D. versus uh, the Good Brothers – I would much rather prefer Chris Bay and insert other Bullet Club mm-hmm. member being the ones that challenge, it, or at least the ones that like kind of make their mark. Unless Chris Bay does something on his own at Bound for Glory, I would be fine with that. But I, I do agree with you that it does feel a little bit weird. Um, and I mean, injuries happen, and I, I do think that it's smart of them. And it's it's if they realize that this injury happened and there was supposed to be a match that they're now like we've got to scrap mm-hmm. it and change it. Good for them to be like, hey, let's go ahead and film some stuff, get some stuff up there, and build it as opposed to doing what WWE did when Becky Lynch returned and just being like, hey, right, out of nowhere, here's a match. Like, at least they're working to build. I think that's smart. The Heat thing, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I'm really interested to see where that goes. I want to know if that's going to, if it's going to be Violent by Design versus Heath at Bound for Glory with Rhino finally switching over and joining Heath. I think, like, him coming back now, it just makes too much sense that that's what, we're, that that's what they're going for and the way Rhino Yeah, you know, the one thing I want to, and I didn't, obviously, in my rambling here, if this was talking points, Max, you'd be way up ahead in points. Uh, <laughs> um, but i got to give kudos to the writing crew again, the booking committee, whatever the fuck you want to call them, creative. You could have easily, and then I talked about this last week, Rhino's getting beat down in the Battle Royal. Who's coming out in that number 20 or number 19, whatever the fuck it is? Heath, and he makes the save, and okay, cool. Then they get their tag title shot. Wonderful moment we were supposed to get last year. And that's basic and okay, a little bit outside the box, but not too, too far. The old Impact would have not thought of something like this. The old Impact would have done the simple setup of, oh, he's back, clothesline over, they clear house together, back to back, oh, hugs, you know. This is storytelling. 
we are not waiting. We don't need to wait uh, four weeks to know the that we're going to have Heath and Rhino versus them. Or, excuse me, we don't need to know right now and build for four weeks. We can know in one week prior and the turn be right there. You know what I mean? Like, up till the point. You're like, oh, shit, now that's added too. I think that's just a different level of booking that I've seen from any management crew so far. Um, So I'm really excited about that and and you bringing that up. No, and and a lot of times with returns, they do. They have stuff especially when you have a battle royal, it's the perfect time for a return. So that's whatever. And I think, I do think that the fact that this isn't the return at the battle royal is one, a good thing, because if you do have special returns, it gives you the opportunity to make them right. still be at the battle royal. But two, you're right. It gives us some time to set things up, but it's not Heath and Rhino for four weeks versus Violent by Design. Right now, it's Heath versus Violent by Design, and then in that time frame, you can slowly evolve that into what your final thing is going to be. And like you said, even if it the, the the Thursday before Bound for Glory, Rhino turns and joins Heath, it doesn't matter because the storyline has been building. You don't need to do – I mean, I know to hate to take a, to a shot at it, but you don't need to do the WWE thing where you say it's these guys versus these guys, and for four weeks right. you're just going to fight each other until the paper. You don't need to do that. It's the slow build, I think, impacts... Yeah, just to wrap that up, I know, Craig, uh, we're going way over. Sorry, but uh, what you're saying, I have to say, because you just come up with a great idea. Wonder if they do a double switch, which would be even fucking cooler, which is Heath is against BBD. Is Rhino going to join Heath? Is he going to, you know, whatever? And then Heath is the one that... Rhino does turn, and he's a face, and then Heath turns and joins BBD. That would be and, interesting. And the reason too. I well think about that would it, be interesting. Okay? one we don't know if he was taken out for a year. I'm gu- I'm guessing they're gonna because that door shuts. Obviously, they did it to, to not hurt him because he was already injured. They needed a way to film him off. But it was really interesting to me, thinking the the paranoid person I am, that Heath came down and hit every member. Which to fair is fair. Diener had nothing to do with it. Right? <laughs> for going back, he wasn't yeah. even a member yet. But this group that took him out is a group that my partner joined up with. How pissed off would that make you when you're rehabbing, if that's where we're going with that, for a year? I would be livid. So I, I think that's yeah. a, good, a good end, but let's get to this, uh, this, we'll this belt. All right, so let's get to the digital media, but I'm going to start that one. So yeah. first, the good. I love the way the title looks. Um, I think it's a really beautiful title. A lot of people said it reminded them of the AEW title. And I will say, like, when you first look at it, it, it does a little bit, mostly the side plates. But when you actually, like, kind of pull it out and actually, like, look at it, it's it really isn't the same as the AEW. It's a yes. really nice-looking title. I love the format, and I love the fact that it's intergender. And they say from the go, it's intergender. Anybody can go for this thing. So I think it's awesome that they put that out there because when those matches do happen, it's not like a weird or big thing. It's just like, oh, this is what this title is. Anybody in Impact can go for it. So I think that's really cool. Now let's talk about the negatives. That name is ass. Straight up butt cheeks. I am 99% sure a toddler could give you two random words that you could piece together to make a better name for that title. 
I tried to get two random words from a toddler, but unfortunately Jeff did not get those for me. So I'll get those for you next week. But let me give you some names that you could have potentially used instead that I think would have been great. The Impact Grand Championship. The Impact Legends or the TNA Legends Championship. The TNA Global Championship. The TNA King of the Mountain oh, Championship. Man. Just the TNA Championship. Anything other than the digital, the internet championship. Anything other than the digital media Sorry. title. Because that name is... Right, so I, I get to go. Okay. It's your turn. And then we'll let Craig give his thing, too. First, I, I will say this. In, when I first heard it, it was literally like my daughter stepped on my dick. Like, just like... <laughs> like I was just like, why is this... Okay. And, and that might sound awkward if people don't have kids, but when you have kids, you'll know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, just all day. Uh, so anyways, <laughs> I was so disappointed that I wanted to turn off the TV. Okay. Being the homer I am, of course I stay. But here is the difference between this championship and all the ones you named. They've already been done. They've already been done, okay? I, I, I thought when I took a step back from my own pride and said, okay, Jeff, maybe your booking is just generic. These are named Intercontinental, European, uh, North American, TV title, IC title. All these fucking ones, these people are saying Pornhub title, Butterfinger title. You know, there's so many ones that are always used. No, but seriously. <laughs> so every, it's just... We could have went the cliche route, and we could have made everyone happy, and we could have said, oh, it's the IC title, so I know that means it's the mid-card title. I don't think that's what this is at all. I think this is a TV title, which if anyone of my WCW fans, old heads out there knows, that TV title, or for you WWE or F heads at the time, European title, it's just that one before the Intercontinental. It's one it's below. One below, yeah, it, it's... It's a step below the X Division, is yeah, what it's it, going to be. It doesn't mean it's not prestigious. Uh, it, it depends on how they book it. So, taking it that way, if I put my, my own feelings aside and say, okay, let's move on to something new. Is digital media taught a championship really that bad? Well, yes. yes and no. I say, eventually... You would say, if it's a TV title, but that we no longer do TV because our focus is on our building insiders and all of that in our, in our app, then digital media is what we would should name it instead of TV. Okay? Uh, so, it, if you're trying to brand it differently, what would you use instead of digital media? That was my issue, and that's still my issue, is is. If if well, here hold on, if we have a deal in place that's large, like a I'm not saying it's going to be at the Hulu Championship next week, and I hope they don't change it because I don't want to see that. Oh, what's it this week? Haha, <laughs> Nate called. Uh, you know, we I had that before, as you already forementioned there. So I think it needed to happen. I just don't know if we have a deal in place or if this is just it um, that they couldn't come up with something different. So I don't mind it. The DM title or DM championship is kind of a double entendre. It's, it goes back to the TNA days. I'm okay with it. 
right, so first off, the person who needs to win this is Matt Cardona. Because he already created this title back in WWE, and nothing ever happened. That, it was his own title, though. So, it's still. And what they should have called it, if you're looking for a name, is the YouTube Championship. And then all the matches take place on YouTube, because they have the impact thing where you pay for it. Well, the problem with that is... They still want to push. They obviously, in the, in the press release mentioned, they they're still pushing their app. Um, it doesn't mean. It, it's just at the end of the day. Look, so it, it, let's get to the other stuff because we haven't touched on that. It's it's obviously six matches that lead to six people to fight at before the glory. So it's a pre-show match. So obviously TV title ish sense uh, that level. Um, but I and if you see the people involved, it's people who haven't taken that step. Uh, to X Division Championship yet. I think uh, we have Crazy Steve and uh, Zicky Dice, Zicky Dice, John Schuyler. Um, um, let me look. Hold on. Hernandez. John Schuyler or Zicky Dice versus Hernandez or Crazy Steve versus To Be Determined, To Be Determined. So okay. that's what I have on line. So it's Hernandez or Crazy, versus so Crazy Steve. So it's all those people that could use a little bit of something uh, that aren't going for the prestigious. X Division title. I think this is their us them telling us that the X Division title is that, and then the women's and, have, and men's is on yeah. the same time. Now, do you think a knockout wins it as the first person? I think this title is custom made to be around Tennille's waist. I think what I think what really? you do with it, and, and I don't think that's the answer. What they they are going to go with? Who has the biggest following on Twitter, on Instagram? On social media, on digital media, period. It's her. So why wouldn't you give that to her? If I'm wrong about the numbers and it's someone else, it should go to that motherfucker. <laughs> but it, 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 it's, it yeah. that's what this is about. Outreach. It's going to be defended on Plus. It's going to be defended on YouTube. It's going to be defended, uh, in, I'm guessing, outside of Impact as well. Um, so, and, and by the way, to... to, to I, I wish the six-man at Bound for Glory was elimination style. I know why we don't do that, because you're making five people lose compared to one person take the pin. I get I get that. But I miss elimination style matches. and um, I, I just wish it was that. That's my only thing on that. As far as the belt itself, I want to make it very clear. It does resemble the AEW title. But the AEW title <laughs> resembles the IWGP title. So, or the old one. So, so everyone has inspiration from somewhere, okay? But if you look at the guy who made it, somebody said the person, the person who made him, the AEW title also. I don't made know if two bros title. made it, but if they did, regardless, there's obviously the the craftsmanship, obviously uh, continuity. But he, they wanted to make it look like a cloud. It has its wireframe on there from the circuit. Like it's really cool. I, I dig with the look of it. There's two owls facing. Yeah, it's a really cool design. And then they, you know what I like too is that they use rubies in it, which is kind of a wink to me for the Legends title. So I thought that was uh, pretty cool because they originally had the Rubies. Could have been the Legends yeah. title. And only Legends wrestle for it. Alright. Alright. So just before we move on, I think that Digital Media Championship, I think it had a name. I think it had a sponsor. But because I think, of what I can tell is the, the sticker, the, it's an Impact sticker. On the top, I don't think it's. It looks like the when they had the uh, when they changed the DFW title to the Impact. Can we just got that sticker. I think that's how. Okay. I'm gonna look here. Yeah, we'll get it up. 
I, I think that title had a four. Just to be clear, it looks a lot like on the poster. It looks a lot like a sticker. Yeah, I've seen the physical. Well, we'll about pull it up, yeah. What's on? But yeah, listen, move, moving on to number three. Uh, in an interview, W. Marcy stated that he wants to stay with Impact for the long haul. Is should Impact sign for that long haul? Is he a good fit? How does it work out, Jeff? Uh, you know, I, I mean this with all. Yeah, no, I'll just stay away from that. <laughs> I'll just say, if as the the mental side of it, if he's happy and he's uh, comfortable with Impact and he's healthy there, and, and stay, he should stay. Um, for him, from his standpoint, from Impact standpoint, if you could get the deal done, get the deal done. I've been an advocate of his since day one of him coming in. He looks great. The point I was going to make and the try to shy away from was if uh, if you <laughs> um, sorry to the people in audio <laughs> land uh, in the chats just funny so hit us up on YouTube and subscribe while you're there we <laughs> we need 78 more to hit our goal all right um, yeah the only thing I was going to say in a joking manner but kind of serious is as long as Impact doesn't institute us you know any kind of drug thing screening when it comes to steroids and stuff, uh, fuck it, because obviously he's on, he's on the roids, but, but, allegedly, but who, if they're going to stay in this land, they're not going corporate anytime soon, which I'm just trying to think of the outside of his, of things, I think he's a great dude, I, I think he's good in the ring, I think he's, and there he, hey, Max pulling it up, there we go, digital media, all right. I don't That's mean to, let me just to wrap that up, I, I like Morrissey, I want him to stay, I hope he does, uh, if he's happy here, that makes me happy. Alright, Max. Um, I think he should come, I hope he comes back, or like signs permanently, I think he's been a good addition, he looks like an absolute right. monster. Um, and he seems to be doing better mentally than he did it other places, and I think for me that's the most important thing. He has definitely improved from his time in WWE, both on the mic as well as in the ring. So obviously that's good. And if his he has the the issues he had, if those are behind him, and Impact has given him a place right. where he can wrestle and doesn't have to, you know, and those things don't come back up. I really do hope he signs because I think he could be a a, a good long-term addition, and possibly someone who doesn't necessarily need a title to make his mark. Like, Abyss never needed a title. So you can put him in feuds, and he can just kind of do those things. So I, I, I really hope he does sign. Um, I like the guy. I, I'm hoping maybe Enzo shows up. I think that would be fun, but... Or Ian, I don't know what his name is now. Um... You're losing me, my friend. I was gonna say you're up, you're way you up. Enzo's just you know, you know, unlike Morrissey, who I feel confident in saying I think he's a good dude and uh, I think he's on the right path. I don't know Enzo. I, I don't, I don't know him either. But you know what I mean? Like true. you, you. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not talking about a permanent thing. I just think maybe a little run with them together for like a yeah three months and then hang with that. But I just I think that either, would be a good thing. Either so, way. We'll see. I think he's championship material. 
I just think he needs to. It, I yeah, do too. There's going to be something. Maybe Enzo it, it comes into that, but there there would be something cool with him with a manager, especially. But I, I like it. He's talking well. He's he's acting well. I, good for him. That's all. That's all I can say. Him and Moose would make a great well, tag. together. Like, like they would make like a like. Well, I'm talking about like a legitimate like. Hey, we're gonna get a, the titles yeah. and have a run. I think those two as just a monster tag team would be a good run to have for a know, period. Running it back. Uh, remember that storyline that you know, obviously Aries left and it kind of fizzled, and then Cross left. Um, but with Moose and Cross and and Aries. I think they're going to be a three. There's there's one more space for someone. I said that about uh, Myers, and it was right. I'm going to say it about this. Visually, aesthetically, they need another big in that group, and I, I hope to God. If Braun Strowman comes there, former Braun Strowman, I think that they would be a – who wouldn't talk about that group? These are monsters, three monsters, three ti- titans of – Yeah. Rock. All right, but, uh, yeah, no, I like him. I like that. Let's go to the belt really quick for the audio. Max, you move your uh, – for the audio listeners no. – yeah, so it's hard to tell because for some reason yeah. he flipped it. I, I, um, well, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it doesn't it does look like mean. a sticker. It looks like it's just it's a it's painted yeah. behind it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. The title looks good. Just the di- I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Oh, and, and we'll see what we'll see what two words your daughter gives us for next week, and we'll see if that is a better name for a title. Out of this. I'm thinking it has something to do with Elmo and possibly whatever oh, the guy there. who runs Toy Story all day. All right. Uh, Toy Story. Okay. So it's the Buzz Lightyear Championship. All right, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number four. Uh, rumors and a few uh, news outlets. Like, I believe uh, the, the Insider and uh, Shaw Sapp. Uh, reported that uh, Wyndham, formerly known as Bray Wyatt, will be ma- uh, is more likely to head to Impact Wrestling after not uh, showing up at AEW this past week. So, there's no more news on it, but is Bray, is Bray Wyatt coming to Impact? Yes or no, Max? Um, well, first off, I think it made more sense for him to come to Impact than AEW. They just added CM Punk and Adam Page, or Adam Cole, and Daniel, or Brian Danielson. Like, at some point, there's just not enough space for everybody. So I think they're running into that. So I think it makes sense for him to come to Impact, especially with the way, with how well Impact does cinematic matches. I think that he could just give him to create a character and to just put on cinematic-type matches. I think that would be amazing. Um, and I, I think he's interesting to me. I think Impact would be a great place for him, but it wouldn't surprise me if whatever, when he shows up at Impact, he is a character unlike anything we've seen from him already. Not, not Nothing like The Fiend, nothing like creepy Bray Wyatt, nothing like crappy Bray Wyatt. Like, just a completely different character that he's come up with in his head that he wants to play. And I think if that's something, if that's the, thing that he wants to do or if that's what he has in his mind is something like hey right. I have this idea I think Impact is a better place for him to be than AEW so I yes I think it would be, I think this would be a good spot for him a uh, good spot yeah I think it's 100% the spot he should go to uh, my concern is that he doesn't 
because there's just something in me that is that, well, first of all, let's, let's hit it on the, the head with the first thing. Everyone was saying he was going to return or show up at, um, what was it, uh, Stadium or Ash, whatever the fuck. Whatever the, is. yeah, whatever the A. Um, yeah. And he didn't. But if you do the math, uh, he couldn't unless he took a buyout and, and no one knew. You know what I mean? So the, the the timing doesn't match up till October, which obviously matches up for us and Bound for Glory. But I think when you're in the position he's in, if he says, you know what, I'm going to show up AEW's pay-per-view, this, what I'm, I'm going to go do. You know what I mean? I think he has that power um, and ability when it comes to money as well to take a buyout. Or, or, you know, get rid of the 90 days, stop taking their checks, and, and go whenever he wants, wherever he wants. Some argue with me and say EW fans, oh, we didn't want him, but that feels very Buddy Murphy-ish, what they said about him. Uh, oh, yeah, we, we just... Uh, Buddy Murphy's about to take on um, Timmy Luren, <laughs> which is going to be massive, by the way. Um, yeah, so... I don't know if it's a lock. I don't want to get excited that it's a lock, and then it not be. I'm a big proponent, is it proponent? Yeah, proponent of Bray Wyatt. I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch enough of the Funhouse and the Fiend stuff to know if, if, if that's the direction I still want him to take. But to come in here to a place that has had, you know, uh, Undead Realms and uh, and... All these other crazy things we've done, lakes of reincarnation, and, and, and you know what I mean? So all these different things, uh, we are the place that lets the creativity, uh, explore your creativity, as Max was saying. So I think it's a good fit. But now here's the, the storyline that I pitched last week, and I'm going to make it come full circle. You have DK, which is arguably the most over thing in Impact right now. Maybe not arguably. Maybe it, maybe it is just fact. And and what everyone says is, well, why is Sue building a stable with no guys? Wouldn't it be interesting? As if I said, and this is alleged, or not alleged. This is just me speculating. I I said that Sue Young in real life, uh, maybe she's pregnant. Okay, when we went to Slam Anniversary, she didn't wrestle. Um. Then all of her segments from then on, she looked a little bigger as well. No judgment, but I wouldn't think nothing of it until she didn't wrestle that whole period we were there. I wouldn't have thought anything of it until they start doing these backstage segments where she's eating souls and they only show up (laughs) to her chest. Um, I wonder if she's pregnant and we need a wedding, the undead bride needs a wedding to manifest this child or whatever it is and her new husband is the child going to be brave? no I think her husband's going to be oh <laughs> I could just see him in a Beetlejuice like uh, thing where they're having that wedding of the dead and just wonder if she is pregnant real life and they use it as a storyline and we get Bray. Now, now you're talking Decay versus whatever Bray builds with Sue. Uh, and I think that's pretty fucking cool. So there's things like that that you can do that you couldn't do with the average person and you couldn't do with the average creative team that I think just makes this a, a match made in heaven uh, with Wyatt and Impact. So. 
So I will say the the interesting thing or the funny thing with me about AEW fans is everybody that comes to AEW, they wanted to come right. to AEW. Anybody that doesn't, they didn't <laughs> want to come. Oh, they we didn't yeah. want him anyway. Like and and so, I mean sometimes that but sometimes you try to be like oh man we wanted that guy we didn't get like if if Brian Danielson would have walked through Impact's doors yeah. I'd have crapped my pants right. I've been so excited. Mr. Oh, I didn't want I didn't want him anyway. He's all over the <laughs> Like, no, it's just funny to me that that's the way they act. Like, whoever comes in, oh yeah, we wanted that guy, and everybody who doesn't, they're like, yeah, we didn't in want him anyway. In the interest of fairness, there's some Impact fans that do that too. Oh, CM Punk, that's CM Punk. Oh, yeah, I mean, fuck off. I would take I would take CM Punk in a heartbeat. I know we always say it, one friend, one fan at a time. Yeah. We love you all, but oh. knock that shit off. It is the. Uh, <laughs> I I do have plenty of thoughts on people from AW side, but I'll leave them as thoughts. And we move on to the fifth and final. We have this coming weekend, the 9th of October, Knockout Knockdown is returning on Impact Plus and Impact Insiders. And that so far is a uh, one night only tournament, an eight knockout tournament. Decide a number one contender for the Knockouts Champion, uh, featuring so far Lady Frost, Mercedes Martinez, uh, Tasha Steeles, Chelsea Green, and Renee Michelle. Also, as revealed on this week's episode of Impact, Knockouts Tag Team Championships on the line, Decay defending against the influence. How are we feeling about Knockouts that done so far? Is this going to be is given this impact plus, do you think it will get the attention it deserves? And how are we feeling about the lineup of it going? It will give us only a week away, and this is the last so far. How are we feeling on this show? Uh, Max, your turn. It's Jeff's turn. All right. Um. Yeah. Five. Yeah. That's me. Uh. You know. At first, I I, I was skeptical on this whole idea. Uh, mainly just because I didn't want the... And maybe we're maturing, thank God, uh, as a, a community, but I didn't want the IWC to, to, to be... Oh, well, NWA just did that. You know what I mean? About it. So at first I was like, why are we doing that? You know, need this headache. But at the same time, it's it just as I say about Kira Hogan and Sasha Banks. There can be two companies <laughs> that have... Two women pay-per-views. Women's women's it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, there can't. There doesn't have to be only one of that. There can't only be one black girl with purple or blue or yet whatever of the week it is. Hair. That's ridiculous and in insane <laughs> to think like that. So I'm happy that we're getting past that. I didn't see as much of that. Um. Now as far as it goes, yeah, we have monsters ball match, Gianna surprise match, um, one night tourney tag title match. We got a lot going on there. Um, and not to shit on anyone to lift us up, but as far as in comparison, what we're putting together here at Knockouts Knockdown is, I think, on the level, if not bigger, than what they did at NWA 73 or whatever, in power. Excuse me. Um, I, I like the lineup, and I like the people they brought in. The question I have is if there's a number one contenders tournament, and it's won by someone that's not in Impact or signed to Impact. Is that... 
are we supposed to believe they have a shot at the title? Or, you know what I mean? Or is there, or is the number one contenders match, do they get to face her before Bound for Glory? So I just want to make sure that it's, hey, you are number one contender, but you can't challenge until after Bound, or until, you know, after Bound for Glory, excuse me. Um, something like that. I just want to make it clear on that, just because I hate when you waste a tournament or, or something for number one contendership, and then it just goes to the wayside. So I hope they make that clear. Um, but I think it's going to be a banging show. Um, the thing about the it being on the plus, I think if you're making a digital media title, um, and that's the direction you're headed, as most companies are or should be, um, fuck it. I mean, you got to double down on that. They gave us Victory Road, which was awesome. They gave us, uh, what was, come on, man, I was at the damn thing, came to think of it. Um, research, uh, emergence, but before that was homecoming. So all, so yeah, they're upping their anti everyone. Victory Road was phenomenal. I put it on, of course, for any other pay per view. Um, so I think they're building the rapport there to the point where okay, let's have another banger, so then more people start coming and watching. I think that's what they're building, and I would love to see the YouTube and and uh, app subscriptions. Since this has happened, since Victory Roads, maybe before that, um, but I, I think they can only be gaining from it. Is it is it also going to be on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Sides and plus. Okay, so that's good as well. Um, I am a little disappointed. It's the same night as Fury Wilder three, um, oh. boxing match. Uh, I think that's going to hurt some of the the views, but we'll see. Um, honestly, I. I have no problem with them doing it similar to NWA. I mean, honestly, our commentary is going to be miles better than theirs was because theirs was the drizzling shits. Um, so we've got that going for us. In terms of the can somebody not sign to Impact if they win, can they be a legitimate threat? As long as – I agree. As long as the match is set for after Bound for Glory – there's, yes, they can be a legitimate threat. If they're like, oh, we're going to do it the week before Bound for <laughs> no, then it, no, they just, that person's going to get stomped into the ground. But Impact is the one company that doesn't matter what company a number one contender is from, they have to be taken seriously because they had Kenny Omega as their champion, Christian Cage as their champion, Finn Juice, potentially Bullet Club, who aren't going to be, so they're willing to put their titles on people who don't, who aren't right. signed, exclusive. like, exclusively to Impact. Yeah, so they have this, they have this history of doing it, so as long as you set it for Afterbound for Glory, whoever wins can be built up to a big thing and you can get excited about it. I agree, if it's a week <laughs> before Bound for Glory, then I'm just going to turn that match off when it comes on, because it's absolutely worthless. Um, the, I'm interested to see what happens with the Knockouts Tag Team title match because I kind of felt like the influence may have been the next step for champions and them getting their shot now makes me wonder maybe not and I'm also interested to see if maybe you get like a weird finish that maybe sets up for a rematch at Bound for Glory possibly um, because I don't know it's to me. It's weird that they have this match yeah. set up, and then you ha- then you have to build a bound for glory. So we'll see what happens. Um, but I, I think it's gonna be interesting. I always like similar to the one night only pay per views or the one night only 
specials they would do. I think it's interesting to have something like this because you get a lot of people who aren't in Impact, and it's just exciting to watch a lot of people that you don't get to see all yeah, the time. That's that's true. That's a great point. And, and what I like about it not being though the one night only was those felt like oh buy us for nine ninety five. You know, it was like a, a gimmick. Um, this is continuity still, even though yes, the the idea of it yeah. is all over the place, you know, or, or uh, um, themed, there we go, themed, um, we, here's quality, and here's continuity, and here's matches that we actually set up and not just thrown. So it, it's really nicely done uh, and branded, which is big, um, I'm huge on. Um, here's the thing about the tag team titles is, do if the influence don't win, as you're saying, how do they make it feel important that we're now defending them again at Bound for Glory. I guess you could build something quickly with Sue and them. I, I saw Rosemary kind of commenting on some of Sue's uh, uh, posts as well, um, or maybe one, I don't even know. But uh, the question, and I'll pass it to you real quick, is doesn't it make more sense if the influence who are heels go in with the tag titles and they face if the inspiration come in? And, and then that sets it up, right? Inspiration versus influence. So, I was thinking that's a possibility. The thing is, so I haven't looked for spoilers, but a lot of times, like, if, unfortunately, if something like this, if there would have been a debut, let's just say the inspiration, is that their name? Yeah. If they would have shown up at this, I feel like in oh, some way, shape, or form, it would have yeah. leaked. No, I'm not saying here. So, I think, yeah, I'm just saying, I think the, the best possible way for me to do it would be Decay wins. And at the end of this show, a promo hits with the inspiration. That way you could then build towards – or even if even if um, the influencers win, I think that's the way that you can build a Bound for okay. Glory is by having yeah. – like you have to bring in a team that's new. You can't have them face Rachel and um, – Jordan. Jordan or like any of – like you can't, you can't quick yeah. build in three weeks – it would have to be a debuting team who are like, oh my gosh, they're big. We want to get them I, a title shot. No matter who. I think it's more so going to be Decay wins and then defends it against you know, four corners or something of that nature um, where they lose it. And then the inspiration come out. Because as, who, who is that? I owe that point out. I owe, yeah. Um, they probably want a grand entrance or at least a crowd that, you know what I mean? So... They're not going to do it on a backstage. Yeah. I think they're going to come out maybe at the end of whatever they set up. But, yeah, I agree. Is, is it possible that the knockouts tag titles just aren't defended no. at Bound for Glory? You don't think? Okay. I wasn't sure if they were, like, using this as their defense and I, then, and, like, debut the inspiration and then build for them and then build a feud between them and I just Decay. I think you Go. throw a knockouts knockdown show and then don't have your tag titles defended. At Bound for Glory. It just seems counterproductive. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> digital media. Who knows, who knows man? Uh, who knows? Um, yeah, I don't know. Craig, how are, you're excited about this, I imagine. But uh, what, what, is, what do you think it's looking like with the tag team titles? Do you think the inspiration are still coming? Uh, I, I keep going back and forth on it. I mean... Is Impact going after all these stars like Billy Murphy, Bronson Reed, oh, Bronson. 
and inspiration. That's quite a a lot of visas today. Well, the inspiration. I don't. They may not need visas. Like they do. Billy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your name? I mean, what's your name? Is Mary Sean Spears? Can you get a green card? Yeah. Is he? Is the motherfucker Canadian? Since when? Since he was born, man. I thought he was like Florida. Oh, then never mind. Yes, I I was the inspiration. I desperately inspiration and impact because. That fits fits so well yeah. to that knockout division, man. It, it it those titles should be made for the inspiration. Don't we had them? It was tag titles. They didn't care. They fucked yeah. it. Impact care about that tag titles. They're not just there for the sake of being. I said it le- on Twitter uh, on this week, man. You know, for a while it was floundering and, and people were whatever. And then obviously, care left. So we thought it was going to shit, shit was going to hit the fan, but they built a foundation. I mean, Jordan and Rachel, I could see doing their own thing, but coming together every, you know, to be that tag team. They need a name, but, you know, if I don't know if the Haas, that's, I don't know if that's just one or the other. Um, Decay, I mean, Havoc and Rosemary, which I, I've been an advocate for since day one, like, to get together. Uh, now Kira, who's, I said, it's going to be the next James Storm, where she could just blend. She's a chameleon, man. She's now with Savannah Evans, and they're not missing a beat. Who else do we have? We have the Undead Brides, who haven't even wrestled together yet. We have maybe the Inspiration. And we have the influence. We're, they're building and branding tag teams in such a quick span that it feels like this happened overnight. But they put a lot of work into it, and so did those women. And we, we got to give them credit for that. But huh, a lot to look forward to. Um, I, I want to keep talking, but we'll try to stay uh, on time here. What if Allison K and Marty Bell show up? Man. You you just don't like Man. Allison K. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I'm good. Like, just, just know. If you told me to take the two worst people during the Corgan era and put them in a tag team, oh. no, that's not fair. The worst is such a bad term. I'm sure they're great. I just, uh, not for me. I, I, I just don't like anything that reminds me of that era, to be honest, for the most part. Besides the case. What if Eric Young nice. re-teams up with ODB and takes another run? Yo, I would love to see ODB in, the, in, the, in VBD. Uh, with the, and we never seen her really that much heel. Um, and it could work, but she would have to... It's a lot of work. Um, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, anyways. Damn. That flew by. Uh, getting our bearings about us, getting back. Max, will you be here with us next week as well? Uh, let me check to see what ODU. I think I don't think oh, ODU wait. plays next week. Is uh, knockouts knockdown? So we'll have to have something uh, on Sunday or something. We'll figure it out. Uh, we'll we'll keep you guys stay tuned and we'll get you. Yeah, yes, I want Tessa to come back as well. Um, yeah. I will be. Yes, October sixteenth is the next time I will. Right, so anyone want to be part of the team? <laughs> hit us up. Uh, if not, just Craig and I, and that's cool too. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we got that coming this Saturday. Before that, you obviously have Impact on Thursday, 8 p.m., 8.30, whatever you watch it at. Check your local listings. Do people say that still? Uh, and then, um, obviously, Tuesday and Wednesday, as we went into, they will have the digital media tournament beginning on uh, on all of their platforms. Craig, can you send us off? 
And I'll, and I'll oh, and I'll cue us to the uh, to the commercial. Yep. So do the whole thing. Follow us here, there, and everywhere. You can see all of our social media handles below us on the screen. Help us to follow here on Twitch if you don't already. If you're watching us on YouTube, then just take two seconds to click subscribe. It's a small little thing, but it helps us a lot. Just click us, click subscribe, and obviously if you listen to us on audio, thank you, thank you, thank you. But I guess we'll see you all next week for some more nonsense. The episode sixty-one. Um, we'll see you at the same time, but we'll see when it falls around knockout lockdown. Different bad times. Bad times. <laughs> there you go. I should have just cut on that, but I do have to introduce uh, this commercial uh, because I spent all fucking day on it. <laughs> and it's not even the final draft. So you guys here who are watching live, you get to watch a, a little sneak peek of uh, what will be hopefully something that goes around, uh, kind of throwback to our tunnels and all those things we used to do. Um, so stick around, watch that. And if you're on audio, please go give it a a shout uh, on YouTube or Twitter. I'll put it up by itself and, and tag Sam Beal in it because he makes a appearance, kind of. Um, yeah, so, and then as Craig, Craig alluded to, 40% of you <laughs> watch us. I, I hope we're winning you over one by one, one fan at a time, one friend at a time. But uh, if you're not subscribed and you're watching this show and you like what you see, just hit subscribe, hit subscribe, hit subscribe. Trying to get to 300 before Bound for Glory. Here is a commercial about pins <laughs> from the 90s. Enjoy. The school year is back, and this year, it's going to be the bomb. Not. Don't have a cow? Take a chill pill and get saved by the bell. Not that bell. This bell. With Impact Wrestling's five new collector pins, you could kick this school year right in the by channeling the teamwork of the Good Brothers. Is not only the best tag team in the world, Fact. Or become a leader like the instant classic Christian Cage. Come back to the Impact Zone as the Impact World Champion. Because that's how you roll. No matter who you choose, each pin is limited to 125. They could be signed or unsigned, nicely crafted enamel, and professional, just like Brian Myers. Because I'm the most professional wrestler. Or put it on and feel the passion of Willie Mack. A referee decides, when I'm done, tell me when I can't go no more, when I know I got plenty left. Or ooze with girl power and confidence, like Yana Perrazzo. I'm the virtuosa. I am the greatest technical woman's wrestler in the world. Collect all five and be the coolest kid in school. Order now at ShopImpact.com. The pins are just pins, 1995, and you get no true boot. Coming soon... Impact Pogs. <laughs>